Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Michael Hoffman, founder of Ascendus Digital Media, who focuses on providing cutting-edge online advertising solutions to help businesses achieve remarkable growth and success in this digital realm. Hey, Michael, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. Oh, so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on this and let us know, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? So, yeah, as you said, I run a marketing agency that focuses mainly on paid advertising. So we do Facebook ads, we do Instagram ads, YouTube ads. So we help online coaches and experts scale, mainly scale their businesses um, with the help of paid ads. So mm-hmm. We like to work with online coaches that have a message that can actually help people outside of what they can find in the general, like on the internet or when they go to their doctor, where we work with a lot of like health and wellness experts. Mm. And we want to help them spread their message more. A lot of these online coaches, they um, have their idea, they put their word out, they have their seminars, online courses. They have a way to work with their clients, but at some point they always plateau. They always mm. get to the point where they can't seem to grow more with their organic approaches or whatever whatever they have been doing um, in their marketing. And that's where we come into play. Um, we want to work with these coaches to help them to spread it even further, to reach a wider audience, um, even sometimes help them um, go international with their businesses. So um, reach an audience outside of their country. Um, I'm yeah. from Germany, um, living in Canada right now. So I work mainly with uh, German speaking clients, but a lot of them, a lot of their products and offers have the potential to actually expand into the English speaking countries. Mm-hmm. So um, we also help them to um, do that, to scale their businesses in in those countries. Nice. So you can kind of bridge that gap and allow um, them to get more of an international market. Um, exactly. So let's talk more about that sort of the plateau. Why is it that you find um, these coaches and, and consultants that you work with hit that level? What is it that what is it that happens to them, or why is it that they're doing to, um, to to make this happen to them, whether they know it or not? Um, there are there could be different reasons. For some of them, it's just that their existing target market for their offer is too small that they just like reached the the outside of it they can't they can't grow any further in their target audience Mm. but they don't have the understanding yet how to serve a different target audience um we can help them with that 
Um, but a lot of times it is just a, a fear of spending money. Um, because mm. with organic, especially over the past five to 10 years, like we've seen a rapid uh, decline of like organic reach. Um, a lot of a lot of these coaches have their they built their bases like 10 years ago on Instagram, on Facebook. They have their hardcore fans like um, there are is this like motto out there, like of a thousand true fans. Um, mm. They have those, um, but they can't seem to grow any further. Um, outside of their core audience. Um, but what a lot of coaches then don't understand is that it nowadays takes money to break that ceiling. And um, that's what keeps most of them um, from growing, from breaking through that ceiling, from yeah, going I guess past it's, that plateau. It all comes down to sort of visibility. That if you're, if you're fishing in the same pool all the time, oh my gosh, eventually it's going to run dry. So... To be able to go into get more visibility elsewhere, um, you mentioned that you know the, the target audience to realize that they need to change or 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 you know expand. We keep hearing everywhere, you know, niche down, niche down. You've got to go small, and you've got to sort of maybe maybe a slight different sort of nuanced approach to that. So in in this world, oh my gosh, we're getting so many conflicting messages. You should do organic. You should do paid. You should niche down. No, you should go broad. Oh my gosh. It's no wonder it's a nightmare for people. We don't know where to turn, who to trust. There is so much going on. So, um, well, first of all, do you find your clients are in that kind of mindset when they come to you? And what is it that you have to help them to? How do you help them work through that to realize and see, yeah, your approach is there's something to this? Yeah, I agree with you. Like a lot of coaches have this black and white approach, it's either paid or organic. It's either niche down or expand. Yeah. And the way we approach this, or when I speak to potential new clients, you have to understand that it's not a black and white thing anymore. Like everything works together. It's a, it's a symbiosis, I call it. It's like um, organic works with paid. Niching mm -hmm. down doesn't mean you can't expand. It makes sense in the beginning to have like your niche audience, to go niche, to have your special core of of people that follow you that follow you for the exact reason that you started your business for but mm. at some point that just doesn't work anymore like at some point you outgrow that face and um you got to find ways to keep up with that growth otherwise you get stuck um and what there's this there's a saying if you if you um if you get stuck, you walk backwards, basically. So if, if you stop, you if you're not making progress, you're going backwards. So that's basically what happens to these businesses. And you got to help them understand, okay, organic works with paid. Organic helps your paid approaches to actually make better decisions there. Paid helps mm -hmm. your organic approaches to um, get you more visibility, get you more reach um, yeah. on a low budget. So those are, those are the things that we talk about. Um, when when clients have these limiting beliefs that it has to be either or it's never either or it's an end in uh, mm. in this day and age lovely said that everything sort of feeds in. it's an ecosystem everything is like an ecosystem yeah. sort of plays i mean you can do it one hand tied behind your back i guess but it's easier to try and do it all um so you have 
the strategies down I, I mean with this are you do you specialize in is it low ticket to get people into the into your your ecosystem into your funnel is it high ticket straight to high ticket what what kind of angles do you specialize in or do you see hey this this seems to work real well right now for us and especially for for our clients in the health and wellness industry it is right now the one thing that works is lead generation with paid ads um, we see a lot of success there getting people first into your world uh, with a very low ticket or with a free offer yeah. um, so they get to know you and then slowly in your follow-up sequences with emails or even with with paid ads remarketing with your yeah. organic um, with your youtube um, videos help them to nurture them and take them by the hand and guide them towards your higher ticket offers yeah. um, what we found is it works for some people, but in the health and wellness space, you have to be very careful with how you run your ads um, because of like policies and all these, all these things like your accounts could get shut down. Ads could, could get declined and running ads directly to your even low ticket or high ticket offer is not profitable anymore. Mm. Like you need, you need to have multiple touch points with your, with your audience before they can actually make that buying decision. Um, that's why we focus more on lead generation first with our um, paid strategies and then do like focus on remarketing to those people um, to, yeah, take them onto your customer journey. So to pay that offer. to free and then allow the client to nurture the way through that. And then you can retarget with those interested parties, but it's a free offer. That's kind of the the introduction to find exactly the pool of new people. Okay, so there's so we're talking about strategy and business. Cool, love that. Don't forget you're on the Unforget Yourself show. So we talk about the business <laughs> owners behind the scenes. So, dude, what 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 do you find that holds your clients back? What is it that you don't have to name names, of course, but what is it that you find you've told them what to do? Here's the thing, but they get in their own way. How do your clients get in their own way with this these strategies? They're stuck in the old ways. Like they they do business the same way for the last five to 10 years. Mm. Um, I mean, I work with clients that have been in business for like 40, 50 years. Like it's even harder to, to explain to them and convince, like not even convince them, but tell them, mm. okay, this is how it works right now. Um, so yeah, they're just, they know what worked for them in the past five years on social media or on the internet in general but especially on the paid side of things we went through a massive shift in the last three years or in the last two years mm -hmm. um ever since the ios 14.5 update where tracking is like super complicated attribution is a nightmare for paid advertising so many things changed in the advertising world and also in the organic world like i mean it's nothing new that the, that the organic reach is declining since like 2017. Like it's a, it's almost mm. impossible to grow organically on Instagram right now. Um, like that's, that's a thing of the past. So yeah, to, to help them understand that the things that you did last year do not work this year anymore. It's like a, a constant evolution. Is it a reluctance? Is it, is it that they don't want to actually do the things that you, you you say because it's out of their comfort zone um is it they just want to avoid they don't want to realize that things are changing what what is that 
I think it is, as you, as you said, yeah, they're a little, little reluctant to try new things yeah. simply because that's something that's untested for them. Yeah. Um, they want to stick Ooh. to what worked for them in the past. Beautifully put. Okay, so now we get into the, the mindset of, of your audience that it's unknown. It's scary. Unknown equals threat. Threat equals death. Oh, my gosh. So death of the business, death of, death of your finances. There's so much to that. So you're battling against a sort of level one human need, human desire. Don't die. And it's going to the unknown is, ooh, it can be scary. Um, yeah. I know we, we were chatting offline before you came on. Yeah, we've both been through all these different programs and courses and had different mentors during our career that some were great, some didn't work. And that leaves that leaves some residue. That leaves a bit of sort of distrust or worry or concern. So how do you how do you help your clients to to sort of work through and overcome that? A lot of listening. You have to you have to listen to to them and understand, try to understand where they come from. Like why is change or new things, why are they so uncomfortable to them? Um, you gotta try to understand that and then work with it. I don't think it it helps to try to drag your client into one direction because you think it's the right way. <laughs> Kicking and screaming, keep... right? Come this exactly, way. Like, exactly. You have like your kid that wants to stay in, in the playground and you say, wanna go home. Like you just grab it and drag it home. That doesn't work so you're like, not, in the long run. So you're not Arnie in this scenario where come with me if you want to live. That's not really your the way of working. Because because I'm not I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm like not not confident, but I'm I'm I I have the humility to say, okay, not everything that I tell them will be right. Yeah. Not everything that I do will lead you to the pot of gold. So not everything I know will lead you to success. Like you might have a point there. So it's, it's all about conversation. You gotta, that's, that's why I value like a personal connection with my clients so much. Like we have calls like every week or every two weeks. Like I know all of them personally. Um, you gotta connect with them on a personal level, um, in order to help them guide them in a certain direction. If you keep it like they, like people say, you want to keep business and personal connection separate. I don't think that works, especially when you're an agency that works with the client's budget. Mm. Like you got to have the trust there. You have to have the personal connection and you have to try to understand where they come from, where they want to go and what happened to them in the past um, that makes them act the way they act right now. Yeah. So there's, there must be an awful lot of pressure there because the whole premise of your business is to help them to grow, help them to expand, um, have more reach, help more people. And of course, as a business owner yourself, you're like, ah, oh, you're also doing this for, for your business. So let's go behind the scenes with, with you for a minute as we explore that with what's it like for you as obviously the pressure of helping other people, but also you've got to look at yourself. You've got to grow your business. And obviously your strategies are different because you're not a, a wellness coach. You're an agency. So the tactics you use for your clients may not work for you so much. So what's it like for you as you explore and continue to try and grow your business? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a big difference, honestly, because in the end, it's still like dealing with people, right? It's not, it's not like I'm an agency, they're a health coach, like 
that's just a normal person that I try to get into my funnel. We're all people and we're all mm -hmm. craving the same things. We want to be understand. We want to be understood. Like we want someone that we're talking to understand like what we went through, yeah. what our desires are, what our problems are. Um, I don't think that's, that's, that's the thing that we talked about earlier, this black and white approach. I don't think it's, it's a lot of gray. It's a yeah. lot of like, you have to like, we're in the end, we're still dealing with people. And for me, like growing the agency, yes, it is pressure, but in the end, it's also like, okay, I understand, or I try to understand what these people are going through. And by understanding, like having more insight, I can kind of like relate that to myself a little bit and kind of build that connection there. So yes, there is pressure, <laughs> as you said, um, I mentioned before, before we hopped on the podcast, like imposter syndrome is still a big thing for, for every entrepreneur out there. Um, but yeah, you have to learn to deal with it and to, um, understand that in the end it's, it's all humans. Yeah. So do you, do you bring in a sort of wealth of knowledge with you're applying the same principles to your business? You're growing. Your, your goal is to expand so you can reach more people, help more people. That's exactly the same as your, your clients. If you break it down to that sort of core level. So yeah. do you, are you sort of on the leading edge where you're, you're bringing all these mistakes and successes that you're finding with your business into your client's work? Or is it a beautiful place where actually because of the work you do with all your clients, you can bring that into your work what is that like for like transfer of information or where it's, where it's best suited? Yeah, it is. A, it is a nice back and forth. Like you, you make all these, you have all these experiences and yeah. you work with so many clients and you see so much going on in their businesses, like what works and what doesn't work for them. Like what mistakes they make, what mistakes I make for them. I can apply that easily to my own marketing, like to try to grow my agency and mm. try to avoid these mistakes um, but the same thing goes for me, like, okay, my learnings on the business side, but also my personal learnings, I can try to um, infuse that into the conversations that I have with the clients, especially like we talked about that with coaching programs, for example, that didn't work in the past. Like there are so many things that did not work for me. I can go into the conversation with the client when they come up with that idea and say, hey, I tried that in the past. It did not work for me. I'm happy to try it and see if it works for you, but these are my two cents on it. So it is a nice back and forth. Like one thing benefits from the other. So one side of the business, like my business benefits from my clients, my clients benefit from my business. Yeah. Have you ever said to a client, yeah, I'm not doing that. That That is not going to work. And I've got it as the authority here, as the expert, put my foot down. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Yeah. Basically once a week that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, so some, that's yeah, some some of these ideas are just so out there, and it's it's mainly because clients want to do everything all at once. Like they want to try ah, this, they want yeah. to try that, they want to try this, and I'm a very structured person. I need is it to they want to do it all at once, or is it actually they they just want the damn results? They just want to get there quicker, so they're trying. No, to they want it. They want to do it all at once. They 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 once. listen. They they listen to a lot of people and they hear that, okay, that's the next, next big thing. Okay. We need to do this. And this might be the next best thing, like the next great thing for them. And it might work for them. The problem is mm -hmm. right now we're in the middle of another project that 
needs that requires all my attention and all of your attention. Yeah, so we can't, okay. we can't open another, another can of worms, like on the side, like this is not going to work. I'm not saying no forever, but I say no yeah. for but you are saying, Hey guys, focus. We, we've got a job to do here. Yeah. We haven't finished. This, yeah. this is our, this is what's going to take in our energy, our focus, your budgets, all these things. So, yeah. okay. So to that, to that note, so with the focus, what are you focused on now with, with your business as you're growing, as you're expanding, where is your focus right now with, with, with your business? Mainly on helping the existing clients that I have grow further. So we're not in a phase right now where it's like, okay, we need to grow the agency side of business at all mm. costs. Like right now, we talked about this before, I'm at a happy place. Like yeah. I'm happy in my business. Everything is going great. My personal life is great. Um, right now it's all about, okay, how do I make the relationship that I have with my existing clients better by helping them get more results. And that way the business will eventually grow itself because word of mouth is still a very powerful thing. Um, people talk and people come back to me. Like I probably have done the least amount of marketing in the last 12 months that I ever did in my eight years of running an agency. Yeah. And I got more business than ever before because we focus so much on getting the clients, the results on connect on connecting with the clients on such a deep level mm -hmm. that they just, they're just excited to tell their friends, their colleagues, their network about us and how we can help them. So that is right now to focus. Um, obviously we have goals to like grow this agency from like 150 grand a year to like 500 grand a year. Like this is, mm -hmm. these are, these are goals right now that we have. Um, but it's not our main focus to grow at any cost, like at all costs. Like mm -hmm. right now it's to nurture what we have and grow it organically. Okay. So where for you personally is this coming to play? Where, where, when was it that you sort of found, okay, where I've got to right now, this is a good place. What was that like to sort of reach that? Be like, ah, oh, we have stability. I am safe. We are stable. It's going well. I'm enjoying my work. What was that point like? It's actually a, an interesting story, how it got to that point. Um, and I got a reminder this morning when I saw an email from my client that posted a new video saying, before every high point comes a very, very low point. And it all started like at Christmas Eve, 2021. Mm -hmm. um, as I mentioned, I'm from Germany, but I lived the last four years in Canada. I'm in Halifax, Nova Scotia right now. Um, and on Christmas Eve, 2021, I received an email from the, um, Canadian immigration office saying that my, that they will not extend my work permit and I have to leave the country immediately. Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> wow. So that was, that was a bummer. And at that time, I basically, I still had a full-time job. Um, I ran my agency on the side, um, but I was not allowed to make any money more anymore from that point on. So I had to move back to Germany, leave my wife, my dog here, like everything that I built in the last four years, I had to go back to Germany and basically start from scratch, had to register my business there, had to get all my clients over, lost some, gained some. Um, and while I was, while I was in Germany and like just living in my childhood bedroom, which was also my office at that time, 
mm. um, and trying to trying to build my business back up, I kind of realized, okay, everything that I do right now is great, but in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter because I'm not with my wife. I'm not with the life that I built. I'm not where I want to mm. be. Um, so I used those three months that I had to live in Germany to like build my business, but at the same time, try to learn to enjoy life again, because before yeah. that it was a lot of pressure. I was, I mean, I were, as I said, I worked full time. I had like five clients on the side. It was a lot of, a lot of pressure that I had there. So and that, that moment, and we talk about this a lot on the show, those, those moments of huh, being nudged, kicked, forced into the right place so maybe you had your full-time job you had your agents on the side this was this was the kick that you needed to be like no this is what you need to be doing and it kind of put you in a position where well i've now got no plan b so here's the route here's what i need to do so was that a blessing in disguise to have that decision sort of made for you looking back it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it was that last as you said, that last nudge that I needed to actually go all in with my own business with entrepreneurship. Um, I did that once before in 2017, when I mm. gave up basically everything that I had in Germany and moved to Canada. Um, and it did not work out back then. I lived off of $500 every month for like nine months. And that's what forced me back into a full-time job. And ever since I was scared to kind of like quit to have that security blanket yeah and so now you've now you've got that security now you've built it yeah. is there a part of you that's like I've, you now know what's important it's family yeah it's building it's family your it's, your, it's your loved ones yeah absolutely so is there a is there a level of fear or worry about i need to build this foundation i need to keep it where it is is it i need to build this sustainably is that your is that your main focus with your business now Probably subconsciously it is. Yes, it is. That also what kind of like puts me into this, this place right now where I'm, I want to build a strong foundation. Yeah. I want to, I want this to last for a very long time. And I know that, as I mentioned before, like client relationships with your clients are very important for that. I want to have this like core of people that just rave about me with their friends, with their colleagues. Um, and I don't, we would, we would have the, the means to grow the business significantly right now. We would have, we would be in a position to just like add 10 grand a month to our advertising spend, but I don't think that is the way that feels right for me to grow this business. Um, especially after experiencing what it feels like to have it all taken away yes. overnight. Yeah. I just, it's interesting hearing all these other people's stories about the adversity, about the changes and how that does impact how we go about things, how we either play it safe or focus on one area or you know, what, what we actually do to get what we need, which is safety, security. Um, so thank you for sharing. It's so interesting to hear sort of behind the scenes as, as you've gone through your business and oh my gosh, all the things you do to help, help your business. Thank you so much, Michael, for being here today and, and sharing all with us. You're welcome. And, and thanks so much for, for giving me a platform to share this. And I hope that, that someone can benefit from that. Yeah, absolutely. And look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? 
Um, best place to probably find out more about me and my, my agency is go to my website. It's ascendusdigitalmedia.com forward slash en because my business mainly is in German still. So for, for English speaking folks, it would be easier to go on the on the English website there. Um, or connect with me on Instagram. I'm the Michael Hoffman uh, with a double N at the end, the German way of spelling. Um, just shoot me a DM. I'm happy to chat. Awesome stuff. Well, guys, you want to go check that out. But yeah, Michael, thank you so much for being here and sharing and yeah, having fun today. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.